This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On a great day for talk radio, there's a lot to discuss, uh, not least of which is the rollout of the new sex ed curriculum that uh, we discussed in the last hour with the education minister, Stephen Lecce, who feels that he's uh, struck about the right balance for uh, the myriad input and different points of view or competing interests that were represented in the consultations that he said were uh, rather comprehensive and broad. Uh, And yet there are those uh, for whom this is perhaps a betrayal of sorts when Doug Ford was talking about scrapping the 2015 liberal-imposed curriculum for uh, many reasons, including age inappropriateness when a certain subject matter was being raised. Uh, Tanya Granick-Allen was right there and uh, supported that initiative. In fact, uh, she was prompting it to some minds and uh, put Doug Ford in the leadership role because uh, she cast her support when she was running for the PC leadership. She has joined us in the studio these days. Tanya Granick-Allen is with a lobby group called Parents as First Educators. Tanya, good to have you in the studio. Good afternoon. Happy to be here. Thanks, John. All right. But you're not pleased with uh, the rollout of this latest incarnation of the sex ed curriculum? No, and, and to be quite frank, it's it's not even a latest incarnation. It's actually, in essence, still the same Kathleen Wynne sex ed curriculum. We'll call it the Ford Wynne curriculum. Uh, and nothing is different than what they said was going to be in it in January and in March. Uh, probably the most contentious item still within the curriculum is gender identity theory, which... Doug Ford himself decried as being liberal ideology forced in the classrooms. And here we are with it in the curriculum. All right. uh, This is going to be, I think, gender identity theory, as you call it, uh, a mandatory topic in grade eight, whereas previously in the 2015 version, it was being brought up in grade six. So they postponed it by two years for more mature students. And Mr. Lecce last hour said uh, that these are new realities and the kids should at least be apprised of them. Uh, but you still take umbrage with that point of view. Look, I'm all for a modern, up-to-date curriculum. In fact, I was critical of the Kathleen Wynne sex ed because it didn't even address online internet issues like pornography. And I think, you know, in a modern age, we should. Uh, that being said, um, the Minister of Education, his his own lawyers in January, argued in court that while, yes, it'll be recommended at a specific age group, in fact, any teacher has carte blanche to teach that topic, or any topic for that matter, at any grade level. So gender identity theory could be taught effectively at grade si- at six, for six-year-olds in grade one. You just simply can't test on it until it's prescribed. So in the Doug Ford world of sex ed, anything goes. All right. When you call it gender identity theory, uh, effectively, what you're saying is uh, you're dismissing it as being legitimate or even valid. I'm just going by what the science and research has shown. And um, as if you speak to many scientists in this area, sexual scientists, sexual neuroscience, uh, they say it's unscientific. And, you know, maybe there'll be evolving research on this. I don't know. What I do know is that our classrooms shouldn't be labs for unproven theories and for our children to be experimented on. Doug Ford said it right when he said in February 2018 that we should not be forcing ideology into the classroom. And here we are just before September in 2019, and it's still going on. But how do you avoid it? Because, I mean, this is now enshrined uh, as uh, a reality in the uh, Human Rights Code for the country, is it not? Well, there are many things in the Human Rights Code that we don't we don't necessarily teach in the classroom. What I do believe we should teach, and I think it is being taught, uh, perhaps it can be more robust, is, uh, is teaching the love and dignity for all persons. It, it, we don't have to give subcategories. Every person is treated with equal dignity and love. And I think teaching empathy and things like this to children is very important. Of course, that starts at home, but it should be uh, reinforced within the classroom. All right. Sexual orientation is going to be a mandatory topic taught in grade five, which is 
earlier than what the Liberals had proposed. They had it in grade six. How do you feel about that? Look, I think there will be parents who will be upset at different things based on their values and their religious uh, beliefs. What I do believe is that Doug Ford uh, and his ministry was correct when they declared that all the topics of the Kathleen Wynne sex ed will continue to be taught in the Ford sex ed curriculum. So... I hate to say it, folks, but there's nothing to see here. We have the same old, same old. Doug Ford lied. He's promised to repeal it, and he has repealed nothing. Well, they've actually said they broadened the scope of discussion because they're going to include vaping, uh, use of cannabis, you're saying they've overlooked pornography, uh, and that's a valid point, I think. I mean, how do they... Well, act? I know Kathleen Wynne, just, just, just to clarify, I think she overlooked pornography. I haven't yet... Uh, I've, I've gone over it broadly, but this curriculum may have addressed it. I don't know. But the the guts of the Kathleen Wynne curriculum is what parents were protesting about, and, and this is still very much present in this new curriculum. What about exemptions? Uh, this curriculum allows for exemptions based on matters of conscience, religious beliefs, values, whatever, and so on and so forth. Isn't that sort of the escape hatch that still uh, makes this, I mean, because you're not going to satisfy all of the people all of the time. And I mean, that's what the art of politics is about, striking compromises and so on and so forth. Does that recusal or exemption uh, aspect, does that uh, leave this, you know, uh, maybe gives this some kind of legitimacy then? Look, when, Ka- when Christine Elliott campaigned for leadership, she promised an opt-out and advance notice for parents. So for Doug Ford to just meet that, even though he promised to repeal this sex ed curriculum, is ridiculous. We basically are no better off than we were with Christine Elliott. That being said, could you please explain to me how can a parent opt their child out of spontaneous class discussion, which this government allows for, on gender identity to six-year-olds? Because that's what they're allowed to do. This topic can come up at any class. How do you opt your kid out? The truth is you can't. If it's set on a certain date, sure you can. But again, this government, through their lawyers in January in courts, argued that any topic can be discussed at any age. The teacher has uh, full authority at that point. Boy, that wasn't my reading of it. You're saying any topic at any age... uh because it's an optional teacher prompt? Is that the point? No, it, it's nothing to do with prompts. Um, in, it was a, a, an argument from the lawyers, and that's why the court, the case was dismissed when it was the Elementary Teachers Federation versus the government. They said, well, there's no case here because the government said you can do what you want. And the assistant deputy minister of the Minister of Education, then Lisa Thompson, was very clear in his affidavit when he said, sure, you can teach gender identity. You can teach it at any grade. You just can't test on it until it's in that line item on the curriculum. Right. So if a child does bring it up, uh, then the teacher engages. That's or if a teacher wants to bring it up on their own accord, that's fine too. Okay, so that makes you nervous about this. Well, we're in the topic of anything goes. It also said that the, the, the teachers can use the Kathleen Wynne curriculum. That's how I knew this was still staying because the government said you can you still use the Kathleen Wynne sex ed curriculum in class and whatever resources you'd like to pull from the internet or anywhere else for that matter. Again, with Tanya Granick-Allen, again, she's with a group called Parents as First Educators and thinks that Doug Ford's new sex ed curriculum, uh, as articulated by Minister Lecce last hour, is a betrayal of sorts, uh, what was promised to you during the campaign, I guess. But, you know, they're saying they had to really uh, retrench because they broadly uh, consulted all the stakeholders, 70,000, I think, submissions. This is what Minister Lecce said. By the way, were you invited to uh, submit any of your points that you uh, well, the truth is john you know who could submit a response anyone who either made up an email address or had one and you just ticked whatever boxes you want there anybody could submit in fact doug ford decried the process as having been hijacked by special interest groups so there was no direct attempt to 
directly consult with parents, like sending a letter home with kids at school to their parents, say, hey, fill out the survey. That didn't happen. And trust me, I hate to give Kathleen Wynne credit, but as flawed as her process was, at least she directly engaged with one parent in every school or attempted to rather. But I'm concerned about the process. I complained about this before. And no, I have not heard ever from Doug Ford or um, his uh, Stephen Lecce on on this matter. I raised these red flags and they did not respond. So do you feel that this... uh this new sex ed curriculum has constituted disempowers parents? Is it culturally subversive? Uh, what's really at the root of your complaint? The root of my complaint is, is very simple, and I think this is what most parents are concerned with here, is that Doug Ford campaigned. He didn't promise it to me, John. He didn't. He promised it to Ontario, to Ontario parents, that he was going to repeal and replace the Kathleen Wynne sex ed. That's what he campaigned on. And now he has lied. He has failed to repeal it. He has repealed nothing. And I think parents are going to be in for a rude awakening this fall when their children come home as young as six talking about topics that they're not comfortable with and uh, parents are going to be surprised thinking that something's been repealed when in fact nothing has. All right. Uh, I don't know where else we could uh, take this discussion because uh, we'll see when the rubber meets the road, so to speak, if in fact there's a critical mass of parents uh, whose kids, you know, are bewildered by what's being taught and foisted upon them. You actually anticipate that's going to happen come the fall? I do. I think um, five years ago, people said this issue was dead. Three years ago, it was dead. We're almost three years to the day when Patrick Brown made his infamous flip-flop on this issue. And now three years later, Doug Ford did. So people think this issue goes away. It's still very much uh, present in parents' minds because, of course, what's most important to a parent is the safety and well-being of their children. So these issues do matter. And uh, I guess time will tell to see what the the consequence will be to Doug Ford. All right. Uh, You're suggesting he's misread uh, the temperament or sentiment of uh, most of the people in the province of Ontario. Is that about right? Well, he lied, so most people don't have much appetite for liars. All right. Uh, Tanya, I appreciate your coming in this afternoon and at least telling us where you're coming from as a representative of parents as first educators. We'll see. We'll see how this one plays out when the rollout actually does happen at the start of the school year, which just around the bend. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 